Are you living your best life as a salesperson or entrepreneur? Or do you find you're working all the time on this hamster wheel of life while stressed out and not financially free, which is the exact opposite of what you had signed up for, especially now in this global pandemic? If this is you, you are not alone. I found myself there in 2008 when I lost everything, including my health, and had to pivot working from home for the first time with no money. I rebuilt my life from scratch, juggling motherhood and marriage to get my life back and be recession and pandemic proof today. Now we live laptop lifestyles with our kids and are poised to travel the world together. How did we do it? Join me as I share my health and wealth and wisdom secrets, tips, tools, and expert interviews to equip you to be recession-proof and live your best life. My name is Lois Kofi, and this is Healthy and Wealthy and Wise. Well, all right, all right, all right. Happy Friday, everyone. It is Coach Lois here with our weekly Healthy and Wealthy and Wise podcast show. Again, I'm your host, Lois Kofi. I'm a sales trainer turned podcaster, thanks to the pandemic, and we are here every week to inspire you, educate you, and equip you with the tools to be your highest and best self, to have your best health, your best wealth, whatever that means for you. And then of course, the wisdom to know the difference and to really be true to yourself. And so I'm super excited about this month. Most of you guys already know here in the Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise community, it's been Suicide Prevention Month, focusing a lot on mental health and the body-mind connection. For those of you who don't know, I've lost eight friends and a neighbor to suicide. I've, I've, I've struggled with depression myself. And so I'm really excited today to have my guest, Monica Dubay in Orlando, Florida, here to talk to us today about how you can heal your mind and heal your life. So I'm just going to dive right in because um, Monica has a, a great story and a lot of passion and wisdom to share with us today that, again, if you if you see value in this, guys, please hit the share button. You know what to do. If you're just tuning in live, comment below hashtag live where you're tuning in from hashtag replay if you're on the replay. But most importantly, uh, take notes and, and share this with someone that you love and care about. You just might change and or save a life. So Monica is an author, a transformational mentor, healer of the mind, like I shared with you. She's been working with the mind for 30 years, guys, and she's a spiritual teacher. It's one of the many things that I love about her. And so I'd love for you to share your story, Monica, and and, uh, what drives you and, and what you do to help serve people. Sure. Oh, great. Thanks so so much for having me, Lois. It's so exciting to be here. Uh, my story starts, I guess, back in 1989 when I was in New York City and I and I hit this wall of depression and anxiety. I had given up my love, which was to be a classical musician. And I thought I was going to be able to do that. I had a master's in performance and everything kind of collapsed. I wasn't able to do it for a living. And although I was playing, you know, and doing some gigs here and there, like in Lincoln Center and other places um, and making to the finals of, you know, an orchestra in New Haven, Connecticut for first chair, I still, I didn't get it, you know, and it was very discouraging. And um, so back then I just thought, well, I have to make a living. So I gave it up and I went to work in corporations, ended up working in banks and insurance companies on Wall Street, walking around in heels and wearing a suit. And I just, I think after four years, I was just like, who am I? You know, it was a big imposter syndrome. Like I don't belong here. I don't know what I'm doing here, but I didn't really get all that until afterwards that that was the cause of why I was so upset and so depressed. Mm -hmm. 
I tried to go to doctors and, and therapists and they just wanted to talk and that didn't really work for me. I did get hypnosis, which helped a little bit, but um, I ended up finding this little book called You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. Mm -hmm. And it opened up a world to me because it was all about changing your thoughts. And that if you can learn how to change your thoughts, you actually have power over your life. Mm -hmm. And so I started doing it. And she had these little meditations that I would do and I got happy and I got uh, much more connected to myself. You know, I started feeling grateful for everything, like my refrigerator, <laughs> like every little thing that was, you know, you just don't know. You're just grateful for life itself. And I got into that state and then I kind of looked further, like how'd she learn all this, right? <laughs> and I found that she uh, recommended a course in miracles and I didn't know what that was. And I went to a course, uh, uh, the New York Open Center started taking an introductory course to it. And it had a program of like 365 lessons. You do one every day and your mind gets trained into thinking um, a whole different way. Like instead of fear, love, right? Mm. So people say that now, you know, love is the opposite of fear. Mm. So the course itself became a really powerful um, part of my life. And I actually have been doing it for, for the you know, the whole time since then, 30 wow. years, 30 plus wow. years and teaching people. Yeah. And I actually, you know, joined a spiritual community. That's, that's all we did. Course in Miracles. And we went and traveled the world teaching and setting up healing centers. So I've been really actively involved with that for many years and it's still dear to my heart. I, it's nothing I'd rather do, but then teach a Course in Miracles and how you can apply it to your life. So that's my story. <laughs> That's amazing. And I know uh, there's so many people out there that are searching and, and you, you talk about, we talked about this before, but you did also mention imposter syndrome and how those voices, I call them the voices in our head. I know some people are like, whoa, that sounds crazy, but I'm not talking about like schizophrenia, right? Like we all have these, these voices yeah. that are so negative and, yeah. and, and society's addicted to fear. Like you turn on the news, fear you see commercials, fear, you go so many places. There's a lot of fear-based thinking. We're just surrounded by it. Yeah. So I know there's a lot of ways we could talk here, but but where does someone start mm -hmm. in this world that we're living in? Well, the first thing is to become aware that you actually, everyone has that voice. Everyone has the attacking voice in their head, Okay. It's what we call in the Course in Miracles, the ego mind. It's just the part of you that really is very confused about what it is and who it is. And so it never quite feels at home or at peace. So it's always judging, 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 mm -hmm. judging. And it's criticizing you first and then criticizing others. And so it has this incessant need to continue to really try to be right. It really is about, I'm trying to be right. I want to know what's going on. It's all intellectual mostly. And so it's defending itself always with this, I'm right and you're wrong. And if you, if you feel that way, I mean, most human beings do most of the time, you want to be right. Yeah. But mm. the key of the course is the course says, do you want to be right? Or do you want to be happy? Because mm. you can't really have both because being right separates you from people and separates you from really who you are. But being happy means I think I might be wrong. How about if I choose something else? What if I chose a different thought today? And so it's practically, in a practical way, teaching you to undo those 
those fear thoughts and teaching you that you have power over what you believe. And that's really important, especially now (laughs) because we are being fed a big narrative that there's us and them and there's a big uh, ploy to get us uh, to be at war with each other over crazy stuff. And, you know, of course they're using the vaccine and all that for that, but but here's the thing, we do have power over that. We don't have to fall into that narrative and mm-hmm. be a victim of it, but we have to be aware that that's what's going on, first of all. Yeah, and- the conscious conscious mind is so, so underrated. So many people are on that hamster wheel, uh, autopilot, right? It's easy yes. to stay stay stuck in that, in that, whatever you want to call it. It is autopilot. It's the conditioning, you, you, you grow up with, you know, being biased about religion and about society and about what you're supposed to do with your life and what's going to work. And we all fall into it, whether we like it or not. We're in it. It's like we're in the soup. We can't <laughs> distinguish that. But what we can do is recognize that we're we're actually caught in it. When we keep giving meaning to everything by uh, thinking we know what it all means. So the lesson of the Course in Miracles, the first lesson is nothing I see means anything. And that's like slate right nothing i see means anything but i'm giving it meaning what's into it is i'm giving everything i see all the meaning it has for me (laughs) and so we're always constantly making meaning out of everything and that's why we're stuck but we could give it a different meaning we could allow it to be kind of shown to us what it means Mm -hmm. rather than keep telling it what it means yeah rewriting rewriting that story right yeah yeah, because it's all a story. It reminds me, I have to say this, because I just posted about this on Facebook last night. We have the uh, the Matrix 4 trailer is out there. And it, it, it's yeah. all about the, the resurrection and, you know, the blue pill, the red pill. And it's it's phenomenal. So I just have to throw that out there. It's like it's like when you, when I saw the Matrix, I was like, oh, my gosh. I didn't really actually get it because I was only it was 99 when it came out. I was all <laughs> of whatever, 22. I don't know. Anyway. And, and so it, it is literally like swallowing a different pill in some respects, you know, not the same as pharmaceuticals, but I'm, I'm being facetious a little bit is, is you got to see the world for what it is and, and, and reprogram it and see it almost like the matrix. Would you say so? I would call it the matrix. I really would, because it is being dumbed down to believe, first of all, things like you're not worthy, Mm. right? You're not worthy. You're not good enough. We all have that as deep programming from our religion and from our upbringing, maybe not everyone, hopefully not everyone, and hopefully it's changing. (laughs) But there is that idea, you know, and suppression of women and suppression of uh, children and everything. So there's, there's a lot of that, that we have to learn to overcome. But those fundamental thoughts, you know, not being worthy, for instance, is a complete lie. Like we're all completely worthy, right? We're created by a creator who's who loves us, right? So I have to go from that premise that God is a God is a God of love, not punishment. Hmm. So if I think God is going to punish me, then I'm screwed. Because <laughs> then I'm watching every little thing I do, and you know, and you're always there. But there's no real. It doesn't really make sense that a God of love would punish me. So it challenges. The course really challenges all of that, all of the belief system, and really teaches you that you have the power to change your life, to forgive to let go and be at peace within yourself. And that's an experience. So 
It's that. That's so cool. And not everyone is willing to slow down and take the time. I know for me, I actually found the Course of Miracles in 2007 when I hit like proverbial rock bottom. I lost everything. I was homeless. I went through bankruptcy, foreclosure. And this girl said, I'm, I'm worthless. It wasn't yeah. even, I'm not worthy. It's like, I'm a failure. I'm, yeah. I'm worthless. And I wanted to pursue, you talked about life purpose earlier. So I want to transition into that. I wanted to pursue sales training at that time, mm-hmm. but I was so shredded in my, mm-hmm. in my head, in my heart. I, I really didn't know at that time that fear had crept in, that imposter syndrome had crept in. And kind of like when you were talking about walking around in a suit and heels and all of that and feeling depressed. I mean, I was there for like 13 years I and I, I didn't didn't pursue the course of miracles. I just was like in my head about I can't do that because people are going to think I'm a fake. People are think I'm, I'm a phony. So I didn't pursue my life purpose. I went this other direction. Man, was that that not fun. Wow. That was, that was, that was awful. And so for people that are listening and I know we'll, we'll, this life purpose topic is in, in your book, right? Yeah. So talk more about your, your book. Feel free to show us if you, okay. if you have it, if you have it right there yeah. and, and how it helps direct people, guide people yeah. towards their life purpose. Yeah. So the per- the reason I wrote it was because I I coach a lot of women to find their purpose and to and to come into the light of who they are and what what really are they're passionate about what do they really care about the most and you have to you have to go deep to find that you have to do some deep inner work but I know there's a lot of people out there that just don't know and they want to know because mm-hmm. a lot of us you know we might be great at what we're doing and CEOs and and making lots of money but deep down there's something missing. Or something feels disconnected mm. because the success in the world is short-lived. I mean, we, we, you know, we're going to die at some point and we have to have that sense of fulfillment that we, we came here and we did what we said we would do. Like we made a promise to come here and heal people or, sh- or show up in a certain way that would inspire other people. And I know there's a lot of us on the planet that really want to do that, but there's that voice that stops you. So I wrote the book because I wanted to give people hope to awaken to their higher self, to learn how to connect to their higher self, first of all. Because mm-hmm. when I found the course, my intuition came online like big time. This voice just started speaking to me. <laughs> it was like, who said that? <laughs> <laughs> you know? It was like, This hey. was a good voice. This was the good it voice. It was a really great voice because it was like, but it was powerful. It was like, uh, okay, you're going to quit your job because I hated my job, right? You're going to quit your job. You're going to go work for Marianne Williamson and you're going to start teaching A Course in Miracles. And I was like, who, me? (laughs) Who's like, what? (laughs) But sure enough, that's what happened in the next several months. I ran into her. I was going to her lectures in New York anyway, but I ran into her in the bathroom and I just said, this voice keeps telling me I'm going to work for you. And she goes, oh, good. Send me your resume. (laughs) I'm like, it's kind of weird, isn't it? She goes, no, that's how this works. It's okay. Get used to it. (laughs) So I did. And the next thing I knew, I was hired to work for her. And wow. I left my corporate world and worked um, in nonprofit, you know, helping people. Because that was when AIDS was a big deal. Mm. Yeah. Nothing like COVID. But when, like now, we got to kind of revisit what that was like. A lot of people were, were dying. And so I did that. And, and that's when everything changed. Because I followed that voice. Mm. And I never stopped. Wow. So, yeah. That is so cool. I, I did put up your website already a little bit earlier in the oh, show okay. than I normally do, just to let people know where they can get your book, Heal Your Mind, Heal 
yourlife.com. Of course, that'll be dropped in the show notes. And wouldn't you say, as you work with your clients, and and you know my passion for suicide prevention and awareness and what's going on, uh, I feel like a lot of all of my eight friends who, you know, chose that, that path and, and way of, of, of moving on to the next life. A lot of them struggled with their life. Eight? Did you say eight friends? Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Lois, that's horrific. Wow. Yeah. Trust me. I could probably use a little more conversations with you, but anyway, yeah. um, I'm, wow. I'm just being transparent with you guys. It's, it, it hurts my heart and I've had yeah. visions. I've had visions. They, they, they come to me and they say, Lois, you need to be our, our voice. Oh, wow. Well, we do need to talk later. <laughs> yeah. So I'm holding back yeah. tears, but it, that's, that's why I do this, you know, this whole month to mm-hmm. remind people that you matter, you have value and don't give up on finding why you're here, which is what we're talking about. It's so critical. It's so critical now. And I, I've coached even like college age women who weren't going to class because they had this big, you know, I'm not worthy and people don't love me and they don't like me. Mm. And after working for a little bit, they learned that that wasn't true. And I'm Mm. like, you know, and they have a big breakthrough and they go to class and they graduate with honors, (laughs) you know, because it's really just questioning that fundamental belief that you're not worthy, that there's Mm. nothing here for you. And that's Mm. not true. You are, you've come here with a purpose and the purpose is very, is a sacred purpose. Really. Once you find it, you'll find out what it is you're meant to be doing, but I can understand. And I've been, you know, I've had transitions where I felt really like, I don't know what I'm doing here. What the heck, you know, (laughs) even since I found the course, like having to move, I've had three marriages and three divorces, like, but my third divorce really rocked me. And that's when I realized I can't, I was doing massage and body work and I had to give that up to do what I'm doing now. Wow. But it, I didn't see what I was supposed to be doing. I just knew my prayer was, I want to have more impact. Please show me how. And the next thing I knew, my life was falling apart. And it was really hard because I didn't have any money and I moved, someone gave me some money and I moved to the east, back to Maine where I was from. And this voice again, keep blogging, keep doing what you're doing, just blog, you know, Mm. follow my guidance. I didn't bring you here for nothing. You know, my voice, inner voice kept telling me what I needed to do next, still does every single day. So, so I think when we find our intuitive connection, that gives us a whole lot of hope and, and, and a feeling of purpose, Mm. but we, but we need, we need the coaches and the healers to come out of the woodwork now and really be you know, be out in the world and don't be afraid, you know, to shine your light and to help people. So that's why I'm doing what I'm doing, because I'm very passionate about helping people with with the mind and what stops you. And uh, yeah, suicide's really, really a problem right now. And so is just depression. Because COVID was rough and still is. It's It was rough last year. I just moved to Orlando. I had a couple of friends, I had a boyfriend I was seeing for a couple months and everything shut down and then we broke up and then there was just like nothing. And I was living alone for the first time in my life. Mm. It was really hard in a brand new city, but I went inside. I knew enough. I have lots of tools, of course. Mm. And I got serious about my business and about writing my book and finishing it. So I, I channeled all that energy into doing stuff and making videos and putting videos up all the time. And um, having a, getting a coach <laughs> was critical. 
And it still is. I hired coaches all the time. I mean, I hired you. I mean, we just, you know, we just got through like a three-month program together. So I have that sense that I'm going to constantly ask for help and get the help that I need. I love that. Yeah, I have a saying, when in doubt, reach out. No one succeeds alone was the title of my first book. And I think about all the coaches and mentors that along the way in life guide us to that next open door and that next opportunity. And that's that's the hope that you have. And you have these tools. And I just want to remind anybody that's just tuning in, please hit the share button. Um, And if you find this on YouTube later, um, this is some really powerful stuff. As I know, we go into like the next 10 minutes of the show. Do you have any tips from your book? Because I, I think mm-hmm. part of the thing that for, was a struggle for me and why it was so easy to, to squash down that that voice, the positive voice, and just go on the hamster wheel of, of autopilot is because I, I was so, I just busied myself, right? Yeah. I had, I suffered from what I now coach my clients on now, which is time scarcity. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's never enough time. I, I, I got to work seven days a week. I got to, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to say yes to this and that and all of the things just because I didn't want to slow down to quiet that voice and, 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 and just be able to listen and go inward because sometimes that can be messy, right? Sometimes that awareness got to go to proverbial hell to get to, to heaven on the other side. And I, I remember feeling so lonely when I slowed down, mm-hmm. I felt sadness and I was like, I don't want to feel that. <laughs> right. Yeah. So when someone is using like your book, I know you have exercises and you actually have people go through and question some of these things, right? Yeah. So I wrote it because I didn't want it to just be about me and my story. So I wrote it about uh, these principles that I learned um, of how to release fear, how to look at your fear, but know that it's just, it's not going to stay there forever. It comes and goes and it's actually made up. So when you get to the point where you are able to see that your fear is made up, it's not just coming at you and it's, you know, when you get a handle on how to, to deal with your own fear and your own critical voices, then you have a lot more power. But I'm, I would never recommend doing it alone, although I've given you like processes and how to start to face your fear and, and not shy away from it. People call it shadow work, right? In the, in the holistic field, we call it shadow work. Being willing to look at your shadow, which is just everyone has a shadow and the shadow is important because it's Mm -hmm. teaching you stuff. It's helping you grow. Mm -hmm. All it means is the light's shining really bright and so the shadow's getting bigger because you're on the verge of having a big breakthrough. So when it starts to feel like you're breaking down, just know it's you're on the verge of a breakthrough. Ah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, breakdown before breakthrough. Write that down, guys, because I I had heard that from a coach years ago too. And so it helped me give myself permission to have a breakdown because a lot of times as women, especially we got to keep it all together. Like oh, yeah. we're oh, super yes. mom, super spouse, super partner, super hear me yeah. roar. Right. Yeah. And, and so you into crazy woman though. Right. I mean, it, t- <laughs> <laughs> it, t- it turns you into like a, and I know I can get in that state sometimes if I just, if I work too much, right. If I don't take care of me. And I'm always like, go, 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 got to help my clients, got to get more clients, got to do this and that and blah, blah, blah. I can get caught in that too. And then forget that, oh no, I'm supposed to be having a life here. (laughs) Supposed to be fun. You know, this is supposed to be joyful Um, because I don't want to show up, you know, with fear in my mind. I want to show up with a solution. So 
Yeah, it's a practice. And I think it does take something to get to the other side of it. But I would suggest, and, you know, I've studied with a lot of, a lot of healers. Um, I was with a master for 10 years full time. Wow. Yeah. In Wisconsin. Yeah. Incredible teacher. And it's really, it, it's a confrontation to shine light on your fear or shine light on the sad parts of you. But mm-hmm. if you don't do it, it's still going to be there. Mm-hmm. But if you do shine light on it and you learn how to do that with love and compassion for yourself, which is how I, what I teach in my programs, I'll teach everybody how to, you know, face that part of you. It's just a wounded child, you know, that's been hurt need, and it needs your attention and your love because you're an adult now. Mm-hmm. You have the skills. If you can hook up to your higher self, that's what I talk about in the, in the book, teach you how to yeah. Yeah. real exercises on connecting with your higher self, how to actually do that. It's not that hard. You just have to learn how to do it and how to be sensitive enough to know it's right here. It's right here with you. Mm-hmm. Right. But mm-hmm. how to access it when you're in pain to just love that part of you, really hold it in love and know that you're safe. Um, but it also takes a muscle, right? So that's what I talk about. I, I coach on lead and time management, but a lot of times, you know, I want to refer more people to you too, because there's that, that muscle. Yes. It's great to learn about tactics and strategies. And yes, it's great to figure out how to put all the right things into place for your day to maximize your potential. I think a lot of us, at least I can speak for myself. It's easy to just put off that, connecting to the higher self. I'll get that, you know, I'll get to that later. I'll get to that later. I gotta, gotta have all this other stuff in order now. However, wouldn't you say the opposite is, is probably true. Being able to, to be your highest and best self to really develop that intuition, listen to that inner voice is going to actually help you be more effective and productive, right? Way more because you're, then you're going to be coming, coming from a place of peace and, and, connection rather than you know the the hamster wheel gotta go gotta go gotta get done gotta do all those things i gotta do to you know get where i want to go that's just that's more of the matrix you're caught in the matrix if you're just doing that you know and you think oh i'll get this i'll get the husband i'll get the kids i'll get the money and i'll get and then you get all those things and it all just goes what wait a minute (laughs) this wasn't what i thought it was going to be and that happened to me when i was 40 and i ended up getting divorced because I had all those things. I had money, we had a hit Broadway show. We had, you know, two kids, a big house in the burbs of New York. And I just was like, something was wrong. I had this horrible pain in my stomach and it wouldn't go away. I'm like, what is this? And then I realized I heard this chanting in my head and I knew where that was. And I went up to this ashram in the Catskills and just sat there for a whole, I think it was 10 days and meditated and, and cried basically cried my guts out <laughs> for 10 days while they chanted Om Namah Shivaya. Like they just chanted mm-hmm. and I was just crying, crying, crying. I was going through a big transition. And so within, a, within a few months I was, I was in a lot of light afterwards. I mean, huge light insertion afterwards where I was just, I knew this was an illusion. <laughs> I knew that love was the answer and I changed my life and moved, moved to Wisconsin from there. But 
Wow. It's in the book too. <laughs> I've had lots of adventures like that. That is so amazing. Well, yeah. I, and I hope you guys, we haven't had any questions. I know this is like a really <laughs> heavy, <laughs> intense topic, but if anybody has a question, now is the time. Um, we're going to be start wrapping it up. And I know at um, your website, healyourmindhealyourlife.com, I'll also drop monicadubay.com in the show notes as well. They'll, they'll be able to get your book. And, and there's also like... Um, uh, uh, like seven modules. Can you tell exactly what they can download there and also getting your book? And then you yeah. even have a, like a breakthrough consultation as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I have a free, um, two, two options in terms of speaking to me, 30 minutes to just get to know you or a 50 minute free breakthrough call where you get to have me help you see where you're stuck and you'll have a breakthrough. And then, um, see if you want to move further with me. If you want to just do a get to know you, that's fine too. That's it's free either way. I just like to have sort of an idea of, of what you're looking for. There's a survey if you want to do my free breakthrough. So, so that we know we're on the same page. Um, I don't do it with everybody, but most people that, that want that call, as long as you say, yes, <laughs> I'll show up. Um, and, uh, Oh, and then my free gift is actually a program you can download. It's called 10 Steps to Create Your Life. Hmm. And I did that a few years ago when I was just getting started because I realized most people need that first step. How do I even think like a creator? How do I think that I have power over my life? And I give you seven videos to teach you how to do that for free. Awesome. That's yeah. so generous, right? Because that's the thing, right? We give our power away to, to so many organizations, institutions, the media. I don't politics. want to sit in a, I don't want to sit in an auditorium full of thousands of people. I, I don't ever feel like I'm going to get supported that way. Mm. Um, it's, it's okay. I'm sure a lot of people have been helped by that kind of, but I think a lot of women, especially we're different. Like we need women leaders. We need the holistic mm. healers just to come out and start helping with, with um, all that's going on. And we're different. We don't approach life the same way, you know. And I, you know, I won't go into it, but there's a lot of reasons why. Um, but we come from our heart and we have compassion. And we also have to overcome the blocks that we have in our mind, like our worthy worthiness and our money, money blocks. So I, I coach a lot on those two topics. Um, in all my programs, I give, I give these bonus programs to people so they can do that. Yeah, there's a lot of, we didn't even get to that because that, that could be a whole nother topic. There's so, so much fear um, around money, a lot of scarcity stuff. And a lot of yep. scarcity comes from that that fear, um, not enough time, not enough money. Those usually are like right up there. Um, and so I'm so grateful to have you here today. I want to give a shout out to Sean Waite, another great presentation. He's giving you applause. So thank you so much. I just want to go over a couple of a couple announcements and reminders for the Healthy and Wealthy and Wise community. And then I got one more question for you, Monica. Um, so just want to remind you guys that uh, this is Suicide Prevention Month. September, the whole month is is got a huge, huge focus on that because there's a lot of people hurting. The suicide rate is up. Depression is up. All of the things. Right. And we just want to shed light and, and, and bring people together. And having these conversations is so powerful. Um, so please share um, this link. I'll drop it in the show notes as well. Suicide hyphen prevention that now dot site. You'll see Monica's interview last week's interview next Tuesday. Um, we have my TEDx coach, Frank King. He actually is the mental health comedian, and he actually did attempt 
to commit suicide. And so that was his, his first TEDx talk of six and, and talking about his his journey, his story. So it's it's a special episode. It's Tuesday, not Friday. So next week, Friday, we will not have a show. Um, but Tuesday at 3.15 Pacific or 3, sorry, 3.30 Pacific. You guys can tune in um, and hear Frank's story. Also want to remind you guys, for those of you who have been following me, another part of my passion and my heart was creating my own virtual summit that goes really well with this topic. That's why it's a, it's at the beginning of October. So just exactly in the order that this is called manifest and then monetize. So if you manifest your highest and best self, we have some amazing, powerful spiritual healers, coaches, teachers. You're going to love it. Uh, Monica, I hope you can attend, yes. um, maybe be a speaker at my next one. It, it's all about, you know, creating that, that harmony within so that you can go and manifest and monetize without. So please sign up at manifest and monetize Dot com And I'm also looking for promotional partners. If you want to help spread the word about this summit, it's going to be massive and going to impact and improve the lives of so many people. Um, people are going to walk away, change forevermore. So please reach out to me, um, shoot me a message on Facebook or an email, and I'll get you signed up as a promo partner. And then you can get referral income for spreading the good news. So in summary, in closing, my favorite question, I always love to learn from my guests, uh, all the great content today, but also when you hear the phrase healthy and wealthy and wise, Monica, what comes up for you? What does that mean for you? Wow. I, I love it. I mean, I think it's all, it's all of that, right? We all have to be in our wisdom to know how to be healthy and wealthy. But wisdom is first for me and then healthy because from wisdom comes your health, and then wealthy is the means to do what you're here for. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I know I actually thought about changing the order. I just love the phrase, early to bed, early rise makes a man or woman healthy and wealthy and wise. And so that's that's the background. A little short little nugget for you guys, if you didn't know where that sort of came from. But I love I love that wisdom. You gave a lot of wisdom today. And, and guys, tune in to your innate wisdom. I encourage you on behalf of myself and Monica to really just sit maybe today, an extra five minutes, 10 seconds, whatever, and just really just be quiet and uh, maybe watch this again a second time. And again, mm -hmm. take advantage of, of Monica's amazing, generous free gift at healyourmindhealyourlife.com. So again, as a general reminder, guys, we will not be here next Friday. We'll be here on Tuesday afternoon. I look forward to seeing you uh, live and or on the recording and the replay. Um, so until next time, guys, here's to your best health, your best wealth, and of course, like we talked about today, your best wisdom in finding and creating your highest and best self. Bye-bye for now, guys. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this, please subscribe, refer a friend, and please drop me a rating or a review. If you do that, I'll reward you with a free 20-minute free coaching session on crafting your journey to your best self. Reach out to me at lois at loiscofi.com to claim your 20-minute slot. Until next time, be healthy, wealthy, and wise.